one day we'll have an intro to this. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> it's not going to happen tonight, though, no, is it? <laughs> it's not. I'm just so happy you actually came over. I know. Moving. Oh, You're going to be fine. Um, um, hi, and welcome to Date Card Pod. What's uh, up, everybody? I'm Danica. I'm Jen- Jenna. Jenna's here, as always. Uh... <laughs> Sorry for being absent. What was I even doing last oh, week? Oh, yeah. I made fun of you. I said that you had a show with your partner, and I was like, <laughs> she's dead to me now, and <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. I went to go see Thursday, because I'm 16. That's so cute. Um, I heard somebody talk about that band being in town that night, and I was like, oh, I bet you that's what yeah. Danica's going to go see. I went there, and it was so funny, because they were like, uh, thanks for all the women that showed up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole, like three of you and you're surrounded by like 35 year old dudes that still think it's cool to mosh and I'm just like why aren't you all tired it's 10 o'clock why are you thrashing your bodies around me like leave me and my beer alone please um but we missed you thank you and I'm sure you missed us I did last week's episode was great last week's episode was something and this week's episode (laughs) was also something and I'm so excited to get into it but we have there's like a lot to talk about on so many levels yeah uh I think probably the thing that's making giving us both the most joy in our life is the a new relationship that is Caitlin and Jason yeah if we can Marie Kondo Bachelor Nation we are keeping Caitlin and Jason for bringing us joy <laughs> yeah right they, they will not go away I will not allow it no at all I will not throw them away no we are keeping them <laughs> um is amazing did you did you see Caitlin's season I did okay, Caitlin's season was Caitlin I think is my favorite for, bachelorette yeah, it is it's definitely still my favorite mm-hmm. And potentially my favorite season. Mm-hmm. It was a really messy season. And <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> drama with, like, Nick and stuff was really... Mm-hmm. Choice. Choice. I just appreciate that she's, like, funny and also doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just doing whatever she wants to do. And, like, it's just so nice to see, like, a hot, normal mm-hmm. person who is also, like, uh, yeah, I drink too much, but I'm funny, so, like, leave me alone. Was and it, I'm, like, wow, ultimate same. Wasn't she, like, the one that tweeted something about how, like, in 2018, we're gonna make soft tummies and yeah. and scrunchies a thing or something? She made some, like, this really epic tweet that last year, and it was very relatable, because, like, she's a thin person, but she's, like, soft, you know? Yeah. And that's great. And she's not hiding that at all. And to yeah. be... Uh, we don't have to go into, like, all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that her and Sean necessarily were the perfect fit for each other. I liked them together, for sure, mm-hmm. at times. They but... were, like, a dream couple, but then, like, when they broke up and I had some time to process, yes, I was like, like I can, okay, all like, right, right. this girl's a person who loves drinking and loves sitting down and talking to people, <sighs> and he, booth camp? Like, she came up with that also. Like, I'm sorry. She did. Yeah, probably. Well, and then... I don't have any proof. Don't sue me. (laughs) Sorry. The internet... The internet was kind of a buzz on some pages I was on, because they were like, this seems really fake, because they're documenting their first date, blah 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 But here's the thing, any true uh, fucking loser, (laughs) like myself, (laughs) would know that they went on a date... Actually, like, almost two months ago, they are just not telling us that, because they were sighted together down in the South, and they've been, they met each other, so I went back, like, it was, um, 
August-ish, I think, or September that she had him on the first podcast. Yeah. On her first podcast. Mm-hmm. And they met. And then, and according in, to like, her Denver, recent podcast, they, they were talking ever since. And he was being respectful of her breakup. Which, was, that was such an interesting I loved that. podcast that she released this week where she was talking about how they had been actually broken up for at least a month before they went public with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all kind of knew that and figured it. But it was mm-hmm. nice that she gave us that, you know... It was, like, too generous that yeah. she gave, like, details, but she I did. also think that, like, since it's come out that she and Jason are dating, the only thing to do is to be, like, open about it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, bachelor moms are mm-hmm. gonna be, like, was she seeing him before this and yeah, what's this? and, like, and... not paying any attention to mm-hmm. Sean and who he's seeing, which I, yeah. Oops. Which I, I've looked and I cannot find. But, yeah, they supposedly went on their she was broken up with Sean definitely early October, and then she went on a date, this, like, secret date or something, with Jason in early Oct- December. So, there's been time, you know, and this definitely wasn't their first date or whatever that we saw on Instagram, yeah, but it they, was also yeah. just so cute, even if it was. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I said I that on some comment the other it. day. Somebody's like, this is just so unbelievable. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about the same show? Because, or the same concept? Because you're telling me that Jason and Caitlin, even though we know they were seeing each other before, but they can't fall for each other in 24 hours when we're expected oh, that somebody in 72 hours is supposed to get engaged. Because mm-hmm. I've heard all the uh, interviews where they say, in reality, if you broke down all the hours, these people only spend, like, 72 hours yeah. with each other before they're proposed, yeah. so... And, like, half of those hours are during the overnight dates, and they're asleep. Yeah, so... Now... So I feel like I can believe that Caitlin and Jason have made a um, connection in a short time. Yeah. Impossible. Interest... Oh, Bachelor Nation fucking sucks. Sorry. Right? It does. Even though we're part of it, but it really sucks sometimes. Love y'all, but we're the worst fandom in all of history. <sighs> and then, um, gosh, what's their other um, Bachelor relation uh, news? Uh, I wasn't here last week, so I, like, Ari and Lauren did the thing. Oh, yeah, they got married. Mm-hmm. Um, the wedding looked really pretty. It was Twilight-themed, which is great, because I'm a big Twi-hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, very good. Um, and that seemed fun. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot <laughs> to laugh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> also, her dress was really choice, though. Like, yes. that, like, subtle, like, titty cover. I was just like, ma'am, mm-hmm. you're she pregnant as fuck, and I'm pretty. here for you. She looked great. Yeah. Ari's weird, but, mm-hmm. like, ugh, he has... The boy has good taste. She yeah. Was, she looked fine as fuck. They'll be fine. And, yeah, he looked okay. And at least they can just, like, leave us alone now for a yeah. little bit. Default Zach Braff can go have the baby. <laughs> Um. Oh, that was fun. And then I feel like there was something else. Oh, well, I listened to the first two episodes of Nick Vial's podcast. Oh my God. Did you listen to it? I have mind. I was just going to say he started a podcast. Like I used to follow all of his like advice stories and I was like, I mean, you're not wrong, but you spell everything wrong. Right. And then, so I wonder, I wondered what his podcast was like, but I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Well, he spent the first, he spent the first like. 30 minutes or 40 minutes of both episodes talking about his journey, like, in the franchise's life, and I wasn't mad about it. Like, mm-hmm. it maybe to some people that would be, a, like, he just kind of talked about himself mm-hmm. in his experience, but he hasn't really publicly talked about it 
in so many words. Like, mm-hmm. he's said things, he's had interviews, but he went pretty in-depth. I think he must be, he can't be past his contract, but, like, he kind of went into some stuff that I was like, wow, this is, like, stuff I didn't expect you to say about yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff with yeah, the yeah. producers and his time with Caitlyn on that season. Right. And it was, I thought, pretty uh, tea-spilling. Yeah, I wondered the same thing about, like, um, Ben and Ashley Mm -hmm. I, like, if they were past certain contracts to where they can talk about, like, I had a miserable time during this particular experience, because they don't talk shit about Winter Games, right? but they do talk shit about about their actual experience on, like, Bachelor, so I I think that, but I still think it's under the, I think they're pulling the strings, I think ABC pulls the strings on that, or the... Because they're, like, advertise. It's, like, free advertisement for it. So they probably just allow them to talk about a certain amount of, like, negative experiences to kind of keep it real. And their guests are not allowed to talk about specific things. Because I have a podcast that I listen to that can't get guests anymore because they had some good guests for a while. And then the producers got mad and, like, sent, like, an email or letter to, like, all the people and, like... Now that podcast tries to reach out to people and they're like, we would love to talk to you, but we can't. Like, I'm in our contract now specifically says not to talk to you guys. Oh, is that what happened here? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm the shitty guest that reappears every week now. <laughs> like, you can't talk to anybody cool anymore. So it's yeah. just like me, the pedestrian. I have many opinions. Oh my god. <laughs> the producers would hate our podcast because we, yeah. we do break down the fourth wall, I guess, in that sense. Um, <laughs> In the fact that, like, tonight, multiple times, I looked at Annika, and I was like, uh, that was a producer-led comment. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh, no man. way that Elise was like, uh, I'm older than you. They totally led her to say, hey, do you think you're older than Colton? Like, and she's like, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> God, I can't. But also, I, I, but I won't stop. I can't stop when I won't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> All right, well, we gotta start then. Yeah, I have a... Recap. Week three of... Colton's journey. I mean, I came in late, so you gotta start us off. Oh, right, right, right. Um, well, first group date. (laughs) First group date was a group date with some women. Um, Wow, what? (laughs) They put Demi and Tracy on, so that was um an issue, and they also put. (laughs) Uh, so sorry, God, I'm the worst at this. And then they also put Hannah and Kaylin on. And so I was like, damn, y'all are just putting the two beef, like, the two beef patties, just throwing them on this, like, group date, and this is gonna be bad. Um, but it was some dumb pirate thing where uh, they were just gonna teach the women how to do some, um, I guess acting, play fighting, and... Then they call, they kept calling Colton Captain Colton and did not like it. It made me feel weird. I bet um, it made his dick hoard. Probably. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. And they had to save Captain Colton, which was like the weird thing. And so he was tied up on a... Oh my... He was tied up on this thing, like on a pirate ship. And he was... He had his arms behind his back all tied up. And then the, two of the women... <laughs> Listen, I didn't see it, but Colton's a sub. Yeah. Do we get it? There's, like, a yeah. ship theme. Yeah, and he was, like, the princess or something, but he was Captain Colton. He was dressed like a pirate. And he wasn't wearing a hat, though, so that was good. And then, um, <laughs> I just don't think I would have liked that. <laughs> My personal opinion, no hat. No hat, no pirate hat. <laughs> they chose two women to fight, to do, like, the, the final fight or whatever, and after all the practicing, and it was pretty funny because they did choose Tracy, and Demi's face was like, 
Uh, and like her behind the scenes, like she's a terrible pirate. And like, what are we even right now? She's just like Tracy is fifty, and my grandma. Like I can't. And then they chose Kaylin of the Hannah B fight situation to also be it. So then it was Kaylin and Tracy who fought, and then Kaylin was able to win and save Colton and climbed up and untied him. And then he tried to do this kiss because, like, I mean, she saved him and, like, they're in front of everybody. And I think he just didn't want to kiss her because of, like, what happened with Demi last week in front of all the other ladies. But it was the most awkward, like, uh, oh, um, uh, oh. Then he just, like, pecks her. And then it was so awkward. And I screamed. And then you came in. Like, not to make a virgin joke, but, like, a true virgin kiss. It was really, really funny. Um, and just <laughs> pointless, pretty much, because the more important part of the date was the group date part or the, the, the evening part mm-hmm. and that was when we got some sass from Demi and Tracy interesting that and never happened they I guess you and I were talking I feel like because something triggered Demi to be like gosh I just feel so bad, bad for, for her you, you must yeah. feel so uncomfortable being the oldest woman here yeah and <laughs> She she just basically did a Lana Del Rey thing where she's, like, doing sexy baby voice, and she's, like, young and beautiful, like, about herself, when it's just, like, Tracy is, like, 30. It's fine. I just, I, this, ugh, I feel so bad for you. You must be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Being around all these young women, because, and then Tracy was, like, what are you, could you please stop? She's, like, you know what? I just, Demi said then, like, something along the lines of, I don't uh, appreciate all the, like, Pass aggressive and like comments you say about me that you think I'm not gonna notice. I see them, I see you. And then I was like, but you just said one of the most passive aggressive things to her, you know, saying you must be uncomfortable being old. Yes. <laughs> like, what? It must be so uncomfortable being old. I mean, it is. I, I'm just like, every. I'm 33 and it hurts. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm about to turn 27 and like, yeah, I feel you. I'm old as fuck oh, in, in your world, but exactly. like, I'm in the cougar club or whatever they're. You are technically in that sense, yeah, because like, all the 27 of I'm us. excited to graduate. Yeah. Wow. Welcome like, to the team. I. It's just like. And also, like, right after that, it was, like, they moved to, like, Demi's, like, one-on-one time with him, mm-hmm. and she was doing, like, the paddle spanking, and Jenna and I just had this moment where we looked at each other, and we were like, this is hard to talk about and sucks. Yeah, I really didn't like it, because I could, I, I felt like Colton was pretty uncomfortable with mm-hmm. the way that Demi was making, she blindfolded him, and then she brought out a paddle, she's like, bend over now, and he was like, okay, I'm blindfolded and bending over like he didn't like it and then she was paddling him and the first paddle he kind of was like uh um, yeah what and he moved his body and I was like that's not okay and this is like so I I appreciate that like the episodes have slowly gotten away from like the virgin like Mm -hmm. pandering thing that they're doing but this is where it starts to get uncomfortable for me is where women start objectifying him knowing that he's a virgin (sighs) yeah And it just feels really uncomfortable to watch, like, a woman who is, like, confident, which I appreciate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally. Like, I think Demi's beautiful and, like, funny and smart. Own her sexuality, of course. And she owns it, but it's just, like, she knows at this point what his status is, and so for her to, like, do something like that that isn't 
necessarily it doesn't have to be sexual and isn't always sexual for everybody but it's obviously meant to be sexual yeah, in this she situation. was doing it intentionally to give him like this long-lasting opinion of her that he'll like be thinking about her tonight when he like masturbates is like that is what is being yeah. read between the lines that right. is what she's trying to do and it's like well i mean sure we want to make our potential partners want us but this situation was just like a little bit well, a lot of it, honestly, like, uncomfortable, like... Mm-hmm. Not consensual in a lot of ways, and it just is interesting. <clears throat> I, I don't... The show, man, I don't like when it really reverses the genders this way, because, like, uh, duh, if it was reversed, we would all be, like, losing our minds if a man did that to a woman contestant. Exactly. But, but it, it, it's not okay that she does it to him, but yet the show goes, it is okay, isn't it? Yeah. Like, right? You can't get Isn't mad it at great us. that women are confident? Yeah, it's like, like yeah, but not that way, dude. No. That's not what we... Oh, boy. Um, and then... <laughs> well, so then, basically... We get some more Hannah B. and Kaylin drama. Well, the beginning of it, mostly. And, yeah. and the fact that Hannah... Oh, so he has a really good time with Kaylin. He pulls her aside. They have, like, a great connection. I don't remember they what they do, talked about. They do the good kiss. Oh, yeah. He, like, apologizes for the kiss being oh, right. awkward. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, oh, bless you, little boy. It is oh. pretty sweet. Like, I remember that moment. I want to want to start it over and make it better. So, yeah. they have a good kiss. And then Hannah takes him and... Let's... We have to specify which Hannah, because I right. keep getting confused. I think it's Hannah, Hannah B. B. Yes, it is Hannah B. Um, she pulls him, well, she doesn't pull him aside. She has her time with him and he immediately is like, well, are you okay? And she was like, well, I just, I don't, I have something on my mind. I have to tell you. And you can see in his face immediately. He's like, what do you have on your mind? Like he was done. Mm-hmm. He like didn't want to do it. He's no. like, this is week three. Why are we like, I can't. It shouldn't be happening this early. And I think even you and I were like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not time for the two-on-one yet. you got to wait two more weeks. We know the formula. (laughs) It's terrible. And so she just get a show. Wow. It was a really interesting moment. So she says, well, you know, we were in this competition together. We were in this uh, pageant together. And we used to be good friends. And then things happened and we're not friends anymore. And it just, I wanted you to know that there's some not good tension or whatever and she doesn't give him any information and Cole's like well that's it that I I don't like hearing that as that sucks I'm so sorry um well but like could you elaborate do you mean that maybe was she hostile or toxic or mean he says the word mean and Hannah B just kind of smiles and nods at him Mm -hmm. she doesn't actually like even say the words but that was so not okay yeah right to just like she let him say the words because she didn't have a plan i don't think she had a plan no i'm going to that i think she just went into it and was like i'm gonna just say something i actually don't think that any of those words were brought up until the end of the episode yeah like, he said mean, and then I think he said hostile. Like she he just, said hostile. Right, sure. She just didn't confirm anything. Yeah, she didn't. She just was like... She literally had a nothing conversation with him, and it it was just like, I, she was like, I don't know how anything went wrong, and it's just like, well, you didn't say anything, and first of all. And then he he's like, well, 
I'm really stressed out by this. I'm going to have to take some time. And you can see her face like she's like, oh, she's no. She's like, oh, I fucked up. Oh, I fucked up By hard. saying anything. And, like, at this point in the show, I was just like, why don't you just say, like, hey, just so you know, like, I have beef with Kaylin. I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And then this is when the whole well, then she idea... shouldn't bring it up then. Then she shouldn't just... If you're not going to elaborate, then don't bring it up. Yeah. If you're not going to stand behind your words, then well, don't I mean, bring like, it up. I feel like if you're at the point where you're like, hey, we were in a competition together previously, and, like, we were friends before, we didn't get along by the end of it. And, like, if you're not willing to add more information, just, like, end it there. Like, it's okay to not like people. Like, it's not anti-feminist or anti-woman or whatever to you're even anti-bachelor to not like another woman in this show if yeah you in were fact just that's like, what you should be doing yeah if you were just like hey just so you know like if you have a con like if she's trying to like get ahead of it and right. be like <clears throat> Caitlin and I don't like each other because of a previous experience if you don't want to add any more information True. just end it oh you're right and he, and she could have said just it, by the end of that competition, we were no longer friends. Because, you know, right. it was tough. Which right. is kind of what Kaylin was trying to do later on when he brings it up to Kaylin. Mm-hmm. She kind of tries to be nicer about it and be like, well, it just, we both handled competitions differently. differently and it didn't work out for us mm-hmm. to be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Which it was a way more gentle way to put it all. And I, and I, I respected Kaylin in that. And then that was when she kind of broke down. And most viewers might not know this, but based on some internet research, Kaylin's kind of tragic backstory... Oh gosh, wait, should I say it? Is that... That's weird. Maybe... I don't think... That's right. She talked about it publicly already. Okay. I just don't think she's talked about it publicly on The Bachelor yet. Mm -hmm. But that um, Kaylin is a sexual assault survivor. And that was one of the things she talked a lot about in her pageant running. And is very vocal about talking about reform in colleges and helping it. And so when she broke out in front of uh, Colton and said, you know, when I'm in really tough, hard situations and I kind of freeze and I shut shut down and I'm quiet and she started crying. I was like, that was so real because that's like, that's what I've experienced. Yeah. Based on my sexual assaults. Yeah. And... So, like, maybe maybe Hannah B. doesn't realize the extent of her trauma and didn't understand the way that Kaylin reacts, and she thinks that's right. being a bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Heavy shit. I was, like, And I think, too, it's also away. just, like, it's not something we have to talk about now, because I think it's something that I have to reflect about also, but just, like, how you view women as competition in the yes. first place, and, like... Also, not respecting people's individual trauma mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. how that might affect how you feel about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, these women are 23 years old. And not, I again, I'm not saying that people that are young, not that I'm, like, any better. I'm 26 at this point. But, like, I think it's just, like, a life stage thing mm-hmm. where, like, if maybe if you're in this kind of world or if you're in Hannah B's situation, she just might not get it yet yeah. and might later yeah and I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's ultimately a slight against her it just is unfortunate that she didn't that she isn't at that point yet you mm-hmm. know and that's fine like she's just not there and but the unfortunate part is that she's deciding to run somebody else. she's trying to run forward with these accusations or with these these thoughts without that, knowing all of it the thing is like it, that might be like her truth mm-hmm. it's just like unfortunate that she hasn't 
either had the opportunity or hasn't taken the opportunity mm-hmm. to talk to Kaylin about it, which just stinks for, like, women everywhere, you know? Like, and I, I, I wonder if they'll have that moment, like, yeah. later on. Like, that Ugh. feels like a plot point that, like... <sighs> I mean, Ilan, I know this was your last season, but if it doesn't happen, I, I you're fired. Yeah, because that we do need that kind of resolution, and I feel that mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, if they had had time to talk to each other before going on the show, they could have reconciled a lot more, just agreed to disagree on, you know, how they feel about each other, and mm-hmm. they didn't get that. And the producers fucking knew that. Yeah. And I am not okay deliberate. with that. Yeah. This is deliberate, and it's like, it's... Especially, it hurts a little bit. Like, I didn't know that um, Kaylin was an abuse survivor because mm-hmm. when you were talking about it earlier, there was a moment um, where Kaylin was talking about, like, there are things in my life that I haven't shared with you oh, yet, gosh. but today isn't the time. Oh. And I was, I literally, I said, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. out loud, because I had no idea. Because it, it compared okay. to... See, this is the part that bothers me is because I didn't know that and I'm, I feel like I'm pretty involved Mm -hmm. in like this franchise and I was like, what? So like when an average viewer Mm -hmm. like looks at that, they're like, oh, well you're just causing drama too. Mm -hmm. And they, so they purposefully set that up because there could have been a moment where she kind of gets to explain something that doesn't go on to Colton. Yeah. Because Colton got to explain that he was a virgin before mm-hmm. he told Becca. You know, like, right? we knew what that conversation she was. Is. Yeah, and we didn't, and the average viewer did not know that about Kaylin. Yeah. And that doesn't feel good. I I mean, like, yeah, you just have to let her say it, and she wasn't ready. And that was, I mean, gosh, that, that was, was such a, a nice conversation. And I really though. loved how she said I am not today. And he was like, yeah, totally. Like, mm-hmm. I loved him for that. Like, he didn't push it. He understood. He could see her face. I mean, her tears were so legitimate. And, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, right there with her. And yeah. that made me feel... Re- I have chills now thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. that was... A, that So that was a really nice moment, ultimately, to be like, I have something really important I'm going to have to tell you that will explain all of this. But I'm not going to do it now because I don't know you that well. And I need to fucking yeah. be in the right space to talk about my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, and I was just like, honestly, like, what an inspiration because I feel like... Yeah. When people realize, when they when it becomes more public knowledge, mm-hmm. then it's going to just blow everybody's, like, mind well, away. Well, also that and just, like, it was kind of, like, inspirational for me because I'm a person who, like, I joke about my trauma a same, lot. Same, same, And so, like, when I first meet people, like... I think my trauma is really funny at this point, or just, like, a way I can connect with people, mm-hmm. and then sometimes people are like, um, mm-hmm. that's a wild thing to bring up just after meeting, and I'm like, well, I guess we'll never talk again. Like, yeah. it's nice of her to be like, <laughs> um, yeah, you're, I'm not gonna describe any of my trauma right now, but I have it, like, get prepared instead of, like, my version of dealing with it. Which is, like, I for me, I tell pretty much anyone who will listen that both my parents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, my parents are dead. My friend Kat gives me so much good shit. <laughs> I love it, too. She's like, oh, hey, Jenna, did you realize your parents are dead? I'm like, yeah. Did you know? Did you know? And I'm like, it's so funny to me. Because <laughs> I talk about it on stage, and I just, uh, I do not shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has, I'll tell you what, I've told some Tinder dates before, and it has not gone 
I mean, it hasn't gotten, like, horrific. They don't, like, leave. But they, it does change the tone of the date yeah. <laughs> pretty quickly. And they're like, why did she tell me this much? I'm like, but it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's a big deal. But you I've processed it, like, you know? I've processed it. It's been I many years. all of my trauma is so funny. And then just, like, when I think about it really hard, I'm like, no. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just trauma, it Danica. <laughs> just trauma. Hey, trauma isn't a personality trait. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I just came up with that. I might tweet it later. <laughs> Actually, it's very incorrect. It's it's a good personality trait. It is trait. a huge personality trait. It's the only one I have. The end. <laughs> oh, that's so, so great. Okay. That um, was pretty much it. He gave... Um, one thing. I, I did want to, like... Before we move on, mm-hmm. Hannah B does the thing. We see it pretty often, but oh, yes. when your personality traits with another woman on this show collide a little bit, and like when they're in conflict, you often find one person being like, if he likes her, he can't possibly like me. Yeah. That's a really unfortunate um, thing that happens a lot. And I was talking to Jenna, and I, like, wonder if it's a part of being, like, isolated with all of these women and not having any distraction besides, like, puzzles or, like... <laughs> you literally... Puzzles or beefy man. Yeah. I don't know. Like... <laughs> the puzzles are of beefy men, probably. Yeah, the puzzles are of, like, previous Bachelor contestants that they can all, like, go after when this process is over, because half of them aren't gonna get it. But, like... Yeah. It's just, like, such a weird thing. Uh, I I hope that there's some sort of, I don't know, like, consolation to all of this mm-hmm. at the end of it, where they yeah. have, like, a resolution. Probably but gonna. it's gonna be a two-on-one. Yeah, and then eventually, like, a woman-tell-all situation. Where, um, yeah. They have their resolution. Oh, yeah, I, I know about that. Yeah, I was waiting for that treat. But then uh-huh. also, the other thing I wanted to say about the situation was Kaylin at one point says, I'm scared of her retaliation, and in the mm-hmm. context of her being, like, a victim of assault. Yeah. And, like, having okay. a woman who was a friend yeah. yeah, respond in a certain way, like, really stuck with me also. Like, I'm also a, like, survivor of assault and have, like, gone a long way to get over or, like, rehabilitate from that kind of situation. <laughs> and to be able to feel safe in situations where yeah. you might not necessarily feel safe. And I guess we could talk about it a little later when we get back to it. But, yeah, let's let's, let's talk about that yeah. later. Because there is a lot of my opinions on that as well. Yeah. Um, but now we got Elise. Yeah, we got Elise, which was Big the fave. golden aspect of this entire <laughs> goddamn fucking episode. Uh, uh, at one point... Well, at 7,000 points, Jenna and I looked at each other and were like, she's so beautiful. <laughs> so pretty. Just, like, weeping. So pretty. She's like, so every pretty. aspect of her is so goddamn gorgeous. And her, she's so her nice. and well-spoken. And I just, like, I lost my cool. I want to, I was like, I want to marry this woman. Yeah. I want her. Ugh. She the actual so new purpose of this show is me and Jenna competing for Elise's mm, attention. Mm, mm, and we're gonna fight. Yeah, it's MMA fine. style. At I'm, the end of the season. I'm willing to be poly with you guys. I'll be. You know what? I forgot polyamory existed, which is wild because <laughs> we're, we're in Oregon. Also. We're in Portland, Oregon, watching The Bachelor, and I forgot that polyamory oh, was a thing. So, so sorry to bring you back to this reality. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, we're all dating Elise. Uh, yeah. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Goodbye. So, let's be... Okay, so, the, long and the short, they go to this um, amusement park in San Diego that no one's ever heard of because they are low-budgeting this season. It has two rides. And um, they go there, and it's empty, and they're like, cool, fun. And then he says, oh... It's actually a group date, and she gets all like, excuse me, are the other ladies at home? And then, turns out, it's a bunch of kids. Which sounded terrible at first, to both Danica and I. Yeah, I screamed a bad thing, <laughs> yeah. and then it was just like, kids of all abilities, and uh, like... And it's part of like the charity thing that Colton does, mm-hmm. and I uh, do think that it really showed us a little more of his personality. Yeah, there was a moment where Jenna and I, again, looked at... E- Jen and I have so many romantic moments mm-hmm. with each other. Like, mm-hmm. at, at, like, at the end of, like, s- next year, I expect us to be fully married. Yeah, um, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but we were both like, wow, I hate how much I like Colton in this moment. <laughs> so much. I really loved him There so was, much. like, a moment where, like, a kid threw a ball, Colton caught it, and, like, did the athletic boy thing. And I was like, wow, you're... Nice. Because the kid wouldn't have made the shot otherwise. Like, yeah. He helped him make the shot. It was so good. Um, and then, oh my god. He was helping kids on rides, and it was just so great. And and Elise was like, yes, this is like so sexy, seeing a grown man just being like great with children, etc., etc. And I, and it worked. I was like, alright. And there was a moment where I think he was like, and he was either talking to her, like, very close, like, to her face, or he was in, like, a one-on-one with a producer, and he was like, I think it's nice because their parents get to watch their kids be a kid. Oh, God. I have children And I was just like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, good. Like, <sighs> I had a lot of problems with a lot of things last week, but to hear him talk about kids and just, like, I get to remove these parents' worries for, like, a day, and they get to watch their children have a childhood is just, like... <sighs> it is so great, and I just recently learned about non nonprofits and about how, like, that's how he can actually make a living, because you could just pay yourself out of, like, the budget, but then everything else has to get back into the program, and... <laughs> I'm like explaining nonprofits, like no one knows about it. But I was like, "Wow, these are cool." Have you ever heard? <laughs> but like, so I because I was kind of like, mm, "How does he make a living?" But it's like, no, he makes a living through that. But then that's his job is just to help with this like charity. Mm-hmm. That's cool and also good for him. Yeah, like that legitimately made me like him so much more. Like it's one of those things where we like. Damn I feel it. like we were really judgy about him because he's just like ultimate hot man with like white football privilege yeah which he still has he still has it um but like at least he's doing something with some of his privilege thank you for using it and not also assaulting women Mm -hmm. with your football Mm -hmm. privilege like bless i get like like, (laughs) actually just like good on you for doing what you should already Already be doing what everyone should already be doing he retweeted the gillette commercial and wrote i love this it's like okay i see you colton I see you. I see you. You're doing, like, kind of the bare minimum, but, like, but I'm not going to demonize you for that because... Especially with his platform, now he has even more of a platform than he had mm-hmm. before. It's just a privileged white and football man. like... Now he's a fucking nation's you know, platform on this TV show. And the fact that he did that, like, I feel like Ari wouldn't have done that. No, Ari, Nick wouldn't well, have Ari done didn't that. do that. Like, he wouldn't have retweeted a massively feminist movement concept that's on everyone's tongues right now. 
And I feel like the Gillette commercial especially gets people in middle America that, yeah. like, angry. Yeah. Not bad. Angry. But, angry. like, it's um, a thing that's, like, it's not provocative to retweet that, but it yeah. is if you're The Bachelor yeah. and your audience is middle America. That's, no, that, that why, that's why it's huge to me. Mm-hmm. Because those people, I was in a show in Vancouver last night, and a comic went on stage to talk about the Gillette commercial as a man, you know, whatever. His his take on it was pro the commercial. But I saw a man, like an older man in the corner, I actually go, huh. and I was like, wow, I'm in a room with one of them. Like, I know they exist, but to be in the room with a man who was mad about the commercial... That's not your family. <laughs> yeah, that's not my stepdad. I was like, wow. And I knew, I knew it existed, but it just was, like, so wild. Yeah. And, yeah, there is plenty of women who are pick me feminists let's mm-hmm. just be real who hate that commercial probably mm-hmm. on behalf of the men in their lives and yeah. who probably are now mad at colton you know yeah that's impressive for him to do that yeah i'm sorry given the platform given the platform yes yeah, so, yeah so like it's a, the, we're set the bar for it. hey <laughs> set the bar for every it. other man um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all <laughs> Danica like leaned forward, was really, really ready to like say something, and, uh, and I, nothing. Came out. I, I, I don't know how to talk to real men anymore. They don't listen. It's they fine. They don't listen. No one listens. No, 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 I feel like I said, "Hey, every man," and then they tuned out, and I did my weird cough, oh, and then off, they were off. like, "Oh yeah, I heard a woman talk once." <laughs> I'm fine with it. I've, I've heard. I've heard what she has to say. <laughs> Woman makes fart noise with her mouth and man listens. Great. Oh, That's God. Me. Okay, anyway, the long and short of it is a great day. They have a good time. And we find out a little bit more about Elise mm-hmm. that makes us love her. Mm-hmm. So she opens up and mentions that she had a sister who so um, had cancer and found out that she was pregnant at the same time. The doctors at the time were... Oh, man, I'm going to cry right now. Oh, like... Fuck. No, it's crazy. My mom actually had the same thing happen to her, except for that my mom lived during to live to, to to raise my brother. Mm-hmm. But she actually was diagnosed with a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of cumulus tumor, cancerous tumor. Which I wonder if this woman had as well, because the way at least said it, it kind of sounded a similar way. And mm-hmm. um, uh, basically, Elisa's sister. The whole point is that when you find out you have cancer while you're pregnant is you can't do any treatment, obviously. Unless you want to have an abortion, Yeah, and so you make that choice, and my mother made the same choice, and my mother was, I guess, more lucky in the sense that she was able to um, treat hers after my brother was born, but at least the sister wasn't, and she passed away, and then that's, like, so... From what I gathered from it, the baby lived. lived. Yeah. Um, which is, like, absolutely devastating, and, like, Mm -hmm. such a, I think this is the moment where I thought about, like, bringing up trauma during Mm -hmm. a first date, Mm because this is their first date, Mm -hmm. and, like, I know that, like, the whole point of this show is, like, open up immediately, or you're gonna go home. Yeah, you have to. And, like, I can't imagine, like, being around someone for, like, a few hours, and, well, I can, I can, because I've done it, but right. having it go over, like, in a way where he's like, oh. 
well, this works. Because also you're not just telling the person you're talking to. You are knowing that they are filming it and will be showing mm-hmm. it to America, who also has only known you for two hours. Because we've watched you only two mm-hmm. hours or half of, you know, all that time. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not just you and I talking to our Tinder dates and being like, this is my trauma. It's, it's like telling America your trauma, which... Is While also, like, trying to be intimate with someone uh-huh. that you're maybe interested yeah, in. Yeah, so it's wild. So give it up for her, and it was beautiful. She she also just completely blew me away with her ability to not be phased whether he liked her or not. He, she the, Her side, behind-the-scene camera moments were like that she liked him, but she wasn't at all being like, if he doesn't like me, I'm gonna lose my cool right, or anything. Which is so different so from different. what we've seen from, like... Some of the, oh You've seen God. it in some women over the years, but, like, it was really nice. Like, we've seen it already this season with yeah. some people that are like, I'm in love with him, can we get married already? Yeah. And she's and just like... if he doesn't like, like me, I'll die. Yeah. And I mean, like, she, she's in the cougar den. <laughs> yes. And just like, I don't give a fuck if yeah. this, like, baby boy likes me or yeah. not. So, there you go. Let's, let's, I, she, I, I hope she's in, she, she's in our top four. Well, she's my yeah, top she's one. A, I would propose yeah. to her now, but. Yeah. It's neither here nor now. Wait, that's not how. Neither here nor there. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, then, then we have another group date, right? Is that what you're going to Well, I was going to talk about Hannah G not getting a date this week because oh, after her date with. Um, Elise, they announce the group date, and then Tiny Face Hannah G is like, fuck, I don't get a date this week. Like, <laughs> I wish I could describe the face you just made. I was trying to do Tiny Face. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Like a little bubble. Face, like, I love her. She's beautiful, but her face is so small. Like, when you see them together. It's so tiny. <laughs> it's so little. And Jenna... I'm calling, I'm throwing you under the bus, but you said they look like brother-sister, and I don't disagree. Yeah, exactly. Um, But (laughs) her face is the size of his, probably his hand. Like, Like it's the size of a small plum. Like, it's very interesting. Um, So, yeah, I mean, she got first date, or she got first impression rose. She got first impression rose. She's fine. She'll be fine. But she didn't get a date this week, but I was watching on Twitter early. I just have to, I thought it was the funniest thing. So, I was watching, I usually avoid Twitter on episodes, like, days where The Bachelor airs, um, because too many, quote-unquote, like, Bachelor influencers live on, like, the East Coast, or, like, in Texas, or Colorado, so, like, we are the last people to see it, ever, and for some reason it starts at, like, 8 o'clock here, which is, like, I don't know, 7 a.m. somewhere else, like... (laughs) It's fucking hell over here. Like we both work the next day, every single day. Like, when will you thank us, (laughs) for this bullshit content that we create? (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) So Hannah, she like every time her name pops up on the screen, her job title is content creator. And (laughs) I saw on Twitter earlier today at like I don't know two o'clock yesterday morning when they get to watch it. Adam and Raven were talking, and she was, uh, Raven was, like, taking a video for, like, Instagram or Snapchat or something, 
and she was like, hey, y'all. And then Adam was just like, what the fuck is a content creator? And I legitimately, like, turned my phone off and went to sleep for 24 hours because, like, both of them are content creators. And also, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's such a real and true reaction. Like, the fact that you're a content creator before you even go on this show. Like, ma'am. What Mm -hmm. are you doing? I looked at, um... Some of her content that she creates as a as a model, and I was like, she's good. She knows what she's doing. I'm not at all mad about it. But Respect. yeah, it's like, excuse me, mm-hmm. excuse me, Raven, excuse me, Raven, excuse me. Raven? Mm, Adam, excuse me, Raven, <laughs> selling your movement watches and what have you. Whatever. Oh Lord. Um. After what... that, oh, after that, Elise and Colton go to a late night country gig and then again you and I looked at each other and we're like this date should be over Mm -hmm. I I really wonder if they get to nap between date periods because they change their clothes every time and I'm just well they I know they eat because they'll feed them before the date part (laughs) yeah so they don't I would need to nap every time yeah yeah that's wild so they go to a um, Dixie Chicks concert, but with a young person. <laughs> with a young lady. And it was really, uh, whatever, don't care anymore. Uh, group date time. Next group date. Terry Crews. Terry <gasps> Crews and wife. Oh, God. Blessed. These are, these are such great cameos. I'm mm-hmm. so into it. They go to a gym and they work out a bunch because Colton's like, I don't need my wife to be like... Me. Um, <laughs> me, yes, but I do need her to be, like, uh, there for me with with my fitness, and, um... Oh, I meant me, personally. <laughs> I don't need my wife to be like Danica. Uh, because, <laughs> like, honey, no. And then, so they walk into the gym, and Terry Crews and his wife is there. I wish I could remember her name, but, um, it was great. She looks amazing. They look amazing, and they've been together for 29 years. So fucking cool. I love They're it. Great. Couple goals. And the girls all work out a little bit. The whole, I guess the funny part of the whole thing is that eventually they do like the, this, um, this Bachelor's Strongest Woman competition. Mm-hmm. And they're in a dirt pit. <laughs> they're in a horrible dirt parking lot where they're like, yeah, we spent a lot of money on this. Push a hundred pounds through the dirt. Yeah, which was so hard and very funny. It was so relatable because like one woman comes up to go to push the hundred pounds through the dirt. She does it. She does it. Quite. Amazing. And then they bring up another woman, and Nicole. She, Nicole, and she could not do it, and it was so it relatable. Was so great though, because she was like, "Here, I'm taking my top off. Here are my titties," and she couldn't push it an inch. And I was just like, "You're my hero." So of good. life. It was so good. Like, you redeemed yourself from last week oh, for me. And then they, they Canadian just, Caitlin. Oh yeah. <laughs> pulls a fucking car. <laughs> A fucking car. And she's somehow not even in the top three. Like, she pulled a fucking car. I can't. I'm sorry. This is a hill I'm willing to die on. She deserves something. I'm gonna... We have to go to Twitter. I bet you she's tweeting about it or something. Like, um, excuse me? How did I not get to be in the top running for that competition? Baloney. I pulled a limo. (sighs) Okay, so this whole competition, I don't know if... I was talking to you about this earlier. I don't know if Elon had anything to do with any of this, but this is Elon content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. last thing he does, and I'm making this up, this is my fan fiction, it's Feminist Thirst Trap episode, where <laughs> the entire thing is like, women are strong, 
women are powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, Supergirl was, like, a thing. Supergirl. Oh, my God. Superwoman. I'm the misogynist of my dreams, yeah, okay? Superwoman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. <sighs> so, some of you guys don't know, Elon Gale is no longer the producer. We don't know the reasons why yet. I haven't been able to search out that Reddit thread. Probably, probably writing but, some books. But, um, he, yeah, he, but he did produce this season, so it's, like, it has a lot of his touches on it. It is... I mean, I am finding myself moments and being like, wow, this is pretty feminist. This is really, like, interesting. But then, of course, At there's, like, like, all the other drama that right. sucks. It's, like, liberal feminist shit mm-hmm. where it's, like, we will empower, but also I'm going to cut your ass down. Yeah. and make But because I'm out. a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's moments where Colton is just, like, or, like, Tisha, for example. Mm-hmm. What's his name? So. Tisha says, Strong women empower other women, and he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, what a feminist moment. But, but that's <laughs> so great, though. That... No, and then he he talks to somebody, and he's like, I need a strong woman who can put her foot down and call me out. Yes. And then it makes me think back to Demi's comments, like, weeks ago, and I'm like, no, not that one, though, because she's doing bad. She's like, I, am, I, I empower really women. Her first. I, like, yeah, she, I know, I was just talking to somebody about how she was the new dean, and she fucked. She fucked up. She did she fuck fucked up, up hard. Mm. Then we have this like, so they they go from like the dirty workout date where I would be sent home immediately, um, or I would send myself home and be like, "Fuck this!" Like, if this is what you want me to, no, no, I'm sorry, you and I are not. <laughs> no, compatible. not compatible at all. And he also wore the same turtleneck tank top that he wore with Tia. It's like a hoodie with the sleeves cut off that he was, like, crying on the beach with Tia. That was, like, my favorite fucking scene oh. ever. He's in that fucking shirtless hoodie. Like, if we're doing, like, a Beyonce song, oh, it's like... hoodie. Oh. Hoodie with a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can no. we cut that out of the podcast? I don't no. like it. <laughs> I think it's gonna be the title. Um, oh, God. Okay. So... They go to the the cocktail party, and the only real interesting happening interesting thing that happens this one is that he talks to Canadian Caitlin, and wait, she, something happened before that. Can what? I talk about yeah. that first? It's Cassie who has oh, been yeah. complaining that she's all of the episode yeah. that she's not getting anything, and I really like their interaction because I think it shows Colton's personality to me. For one of the first times where she's, like, being really close with him. And she's been talking about how she's not getting, like, any attention, any feedback. And she says this thing. They're, like, they have a... Is this at the point where they're doing the, um... The swimsuit? What is, why am I not thinking? A pool oh, party? pool party. No, this is before. Okay, so it's before. This is still in the group date. Okay. But she's in this, like, red dress thing, I think. And he's, like, almost jiggling her butt. Which I thought was really cute. And then she says, like, I think I really like you. And he goes, what? And it's almost like a auga thing. Like, a like just, like, a bullshit. Like, no yeah. shit. I can fucking tell that you like me. Like, I'm the what? best. 
it, I thought it yeah. was like really funny and like comedically yeah. on point for uh-huh. him. Like I, it's one of those things where like I know we all hated Colton as the Bachelor, but like but, getting to know him is yeah. really nice. Yeah, he has comedic timing, and he can. He does these things with his eyes. He has it's a lot of it's in his eyes. Yeah. Like, it's like a. I wish he had glasses so he could go, uh, or like do like a flippy eyeglass. Man, podcasts are not video. I don't know why I'm talking. I'm loving I'm it. I'm going though. to shut up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But, okay, yes, Caitlin, Canadian Caitlin, is the worst thing that's ever happened to me personally. Yeah, I felt very attacked by this scene in a way. It was wild. He's like, well, her and I are romantically behind. So I sit down and she goes, um, I had a really good time and I just, um, yeah, I just like, I'm really excited to be here right now. And he's like, well, okay, so like, let's open up let's a little talk. bit. And she's like, she says, she goes, well, I just I don't, don't have anything that I feel like would be worthy of opening up about. It's, I like don't have any cool trauma to share with you. And it's just like, mm. Man. I feel like we wrote down the quotes, but, like, she, at one point, did say, oh, I just don't, I'm a pretty happy person, and I've had a pretty good life. My life has been good, so, like, I don't have anything interesting to share with you, and I'm just, like, this is the moment where I'm, like, oh, wow, maybe my sharing my trauma is really a cool thing it's to do. It's a personality trait. Because yeah. <laughs> this woman was, Because like, she don't have one. I mean, because then, so it, I paused in my head for a second. I said, okay, because um, there have been women on this show who don't have, like, you know, massive traumas. And I was like, what and have they talked fair. about? And here's what the thing is. Most other women who don't have, like, perfect traumas or whatever, you know what they talk about? They talk about a shitty ex-boyfriend. They say, I was cheated on once. Or mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend who'd never paid attention to me. Like, there was, like, that one girl, uh, um, uh, Maltby, uh, what was her, um... Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. And, like, her her fiancé, like... Well, I guess that was a pretty big trauma. He, he died. Like, he died. Anyways, <laughs> I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of a different person. But, like, I think that... That was pretty bad. Okay. Um, so, anyway. It's just, like, they usually We can say, delete that one from the podcast, too. I both... I, we both get a shitty thing. <laughs> they just, um... They usually say, like, my boyfriend was really shitty to me, and she didn't even have that. No. Like... What? She was like, basically, I don't have anything to share because nothing shitty has happened to me. It's either either she's never had a man treat her badly or she's evolved and doesn't really see that as, like, that big of a deal. Like, because, like, yeah. you know what? Fine. Ne- thank you. Next. You know? And, like, if that's the case, good yeah. for you if you're not going to, like, just air your dirty laundry about your shitty ex-boyfriends. On TV. Like, that's fine. But, but like... It didn't come across that way, no, though. No, it didn't It really, really seemed like I... I've broken up with every man in my life, and I've never had to deal with any major... And I'm beautiful. Like, do you see my eyelashes that Danica cannot afford? And I'm getting jealous about it, currently speaking. (sighs) So... She she also looks like the Miley Cyrus meme, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make one later this week. Uh, So he was, like, cut cut to a bunch of, like, behind the scenes. He was like, well, I just really wish that she would open up. At one point, Colton said, oh, shoot, after she said something. I think she was like, I'm just a pretty, like, 
pretty happy person. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. I think he's, oh, she had said shoot. that like 45 times. And then he was like, oh, shoot. Oh, God, I can't wait to make that out of a meme. Oh, shoot. Um, Because we all could see it from a mile away. I don't know if she could, but mm-hmm. he was like, ooh, I need to send this woman home. Yeah. Because we are not connecting at all. Which I give him props for. I love when the leads see it early and they can send people home. Mm-hmm. Instead like, of making them wait and, yeah. like, leading I'm them on. That. I'm super I, that. Like, Jenna and I had a moment tonight where... So, when he sent Caitlin home... Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. There's different... Caitlin. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> the names. There's no Becca's. I don't know how to do this season. <laughs> or Lauren's. No. So, he said to her... We had a moment where we, like almost disagreed on how he yes. sent her home. Yeah, it was hard because he, he was very honest and he, he said... He said, I don't think you are for me, which I personally appreciated mm-hmm. because I've been dumb so many times with, like, the whole, like, it's not you, it's me kind of thing, and I don't ever understand what's going on. I think where you and I agreed on it is, yeah. like, the timing of it where... He, it was, like, the end of their conversation. He was, like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Basically, he didn't even, and like, was, walk away. like, bye. <laughs> because a lot of times they'll go, um, will you excuse me for a moment? And then mm-hmm. they'll go away and they'll pace and then they'll come back and be, like, this is really hard, but I just... Or just have a conversation with I somebody wanna, else. Yeah, or... I really want to, like, be honest with myself and blah, blah, blah. And he was just more, like, nah. I just, I, I just really don't... I was really hoping for more, and I, you're not the one for me. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do respect the honesty. I'm not mad about it, but it was... I just... I guess I felt like there wasn't a little, like, extra padding to the conversation that I would have liked, yeah. and that made me feel a little weird, but then maybe I'll like him more for it because it's, like, just fucking... Do it. Yeah, it's better than... Remember they always would say, like, Ben was the axe man? Did you, the rest, yeah, he looked to Rose Buddies. Because he was brutal. He's like, mm, bye, bye, bye. I also heard that, like, after Ben's season, they stopped letting people do that, where they had to wait because of how the formula worked. Mm-hmm. And so. This is the first person he's, like, sent home outside of a rose ceremony, so it's fine. Like, he's yeah. allowed to do one or two, I'm sure. Um, yeah, because, whew, Lord. So he sends her home, and she's pretty embarrassed, and I do not blame her. Um, <laughs> would be embarrassed as Me well. Too. And that's pretty much it. We go to the pool party that is now the um, cocktail party. He he doesn't want to do a cocktail party. He wants to do a pool party. Mm-hmm. And um, Demi's like, I'm just excited to be sexy, Demi. Which is like, ah. Who was it that said there's a beautiful monster inside? So of it's Hannity, yeah. So, 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 so. Let me let's let's just okay. Sorry. So this is how the episode basically ends. It's like she um she's sitting on a on a bench with Heather, who's the never been kissed girl, and they're talking, and she's like, you know, the other night was really bad. I fucked up with Colm when I told him bloody bloody blah, and I'm not gonna do that anymore because you know what. It's not, it's not worth it. I'm going to just, like, I'm going to put my game face on. I'm going to be cool. And fucking Heather's like, well, but what if she's talking about you? It's like... Like, honest, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt. Do 22 and 23-year-olds deserve rights? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. So then, 
So then, as they're having that conversation, Colton walks by them with Kaylin. <clears throat> and that triggers... So, like, literally, Hannah B. had just been saying, I'm going to um, be chill and not fuck with this person. And then as soon as she saw her walk by with Colton, she goes, there's a beautiful monster inside me. And I will not let this, like, go. I don't even... And I was like, wait, you just were trying to say that you were going to be chill. And then now you, like, lost your chill so hard. And then um, it cuts to Colton sitting down with Kaylin. And Kaylin basically says um, that... What does she really say? Kaylin says a lot of things. So, I feel like a lot of it is said maybe in the... No, maybe she does say it to Colton. She was like, I was first runner-up. Yes. And when she saw me having success, she got... She changed her personality. And, um... Manipulative. She said she spirals whenever I experience success. And both of them describe each other as... This is something... You and I, like, are ready to talk about... No, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it, but it's... They both describe each other as manipulative, toxic, um, and deceitful. Yeah. And fake. And, um, there's a difference when the two of them talk about it, because Mm -hmm. when, um, Kaylin says it, she is, like, making, like, very, like, purposeful eye contact with him, Mm -hmm. and, like... You noticed There's that. an element of empathy within it. It's an element of, like, she's, like, I could see where Kaylin's being, like, it's, I don't think she handles competition well. Yeah. When I was successful, she kind of broke and went these routes with her attitude. And to me... And that's a storyline that makes sense. Yeah, like, it's, like, okay. And, like, I feel like she was almost giving her the benefit of the doubt, like, I don't think Hannah B is a monster. I just think that she cannot handle pressure well. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's, like, an element of empathy that I would have in that situation. I'd be, like, you know, I don't think she's a bad person. I just think this didn't work out for her. And, And I don't like it, but, like... Uh, I can see where she, where this came from, you know? Right. And then, but then, but yeah, but Hannah B's description of Kaylin is, she like avoided eye contact with Colton first yeah, she of all. She looked aside a bunch. She said that he was, she was manipulative. And like, I, I want to say that Fake. like, all of these things can be true and that can be, mm-hmm everyone in this situation's personal experience, and I wasn't there. I don't know anything about it. I'm not gonna, like, try to represent that anyone is not authentic in their own experience, but it is also a thing in, like, communities where people are hurting each other Mm -hmm. that, like, these words get thrown around Mm -hmm. when there is no, like reparations whatsoever that try to get made and Mm -hmm. I think it's I don't want to say a whole lot more about it but it just reminds me of a lot of like the situations that you and I have talked about like in the queer community yeah like and and throwing these words around do start to lose some of their meanings a little Mm -hmm. bit because I think it just really does boil down to like you even said earlier in the podcast if they just both said hey we were friends and then it got a little dicey, and now we're not friends. Yeah. Because we both just didn't handle it well. That would have been better, but they're trying to both make each other 
into manipulators. They're saying yeah. the word manipulator and hostile and toxic. Oh, toxic rather. Yeah. And it's like, how was was Hannah B really that toxic? Yeah. Was Kaylin really that toxic? Did they just not handle the competition and like, <laughs> it sucks that you lost and. Mm. And also, like, that's, like, a difficult thing, too. Like, maybe both of them were wrong. Like, it's not necessarily that one person did something to another. It's, like, they're in an environment where, like, competition is difficult, period. And, like, maybe both of them did shitty stuff. It's just, like, one of those, like... Again, I don't want to go into it, like, all that much. But, like, I think that, like, this is an example of, like, where, like, cancel culture or, like... It just needs to be examined a little bit further, and it just, like, is really divisive in a way that, like, there could be something restorative happening that just isn't happening, and it's also done at the expense of both of these people, and not for the benefit of Colton, but for the benefit of, like, a multinational, like, corporation that's making millions of dollars off of these I just got really sad, yeah, because I just, because I, I want, part of me wants to really say that, like, I'm team Kaylin because I when I look at the bigger picture there's like parts to me that just make more sense with her storyline but I also don't think that Hannah's like a monster again no. I just think it's like I if I, I were to believe either side it would be that but I am now sad and upset with because I haven't been online yet I imagine the comments that are on like Kaylin's post right now or sorry Hannah B's are probably so mean, and I hate that they're doing this, like, and also, I had a moment, like, just now, when you were saying that, like, what if, like, actually Hannah B is even a little bit more okay with all of it, and the producers were working her up? Yeah. They were probably working her up, and, like, and also, Heather didn't fucking help with her goddamn, like, talking shit about you. I... Like, oh, God, that makes me so mad if the producers were leading her into being kind of paranoid, you know, and, like, setting up these conversations with Colton that were unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Ugh. It's just one of those things, too, where, like, they were already competitive with each other. There was already something going on. That's been played up for free. Yeah. For free dollars. Right. And, like, for (laughs) me personally, like, I'm a, like, I'm a queer person who's, like, pretty familiar with Mm non-monogamy. And, like, I get jealous Probably just as often as these women do. Like, that's a part of it, but it's not, like, not something that these kinds of, like, the women that participate in these kinds of things have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Or think is even normal. Right. Because it's just, like, this is non-monogamy in a monogamous setting. Setting. Or, yeah, construct of some sort. Right. It's, like, so... Nobody is right and nobody is wrong. I'm gonna go to sleep in five, four, three. three. I'm like, I'm Good literally night. holding a bottle of whiskey, just like swigging from it. I'm so stressed yeah. out by this. I'll, yeah, we. I just poured. It's fine. We have to stop talking about this. I am so stressed out about this. Wow, this is gonna keep me up at night. Big yike. No. Uh, um. Okay. Anyway. Also, oh, the other thing we were gonna talk about, like just briefly, related <laughs> yeah, to this, is just like. When two women don't like each other, the whole concept of, like, if he likes her, he can't possibly like me. I really hate that. It's, like, it's the worst thing. And I, again, I was telling Jenna earlier, like, a lot of my exes and even my current partners have, like, a thread that's in common. But they're very different people. Mm -hmm. And I think the same 
is probably true for a lot of these women. Like, I'm sure there is something that Colton likes in every single person. Mm -hmm. And just certain things are going to mesh up and Mm -hmm. certain things are not. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. And also doesn't mean that he doesn't like you if he also likes another person. And it also doesn't mean she's a shitty person because you don't like her. Right. Oh, God. It's so real. Mm -hmm. But see, that's okay. Now I've flipped myself again to back to, <laughs> and I've flipped back over where I'm like, the producers know exactly what they're doing because they know that people make podcasts like this, you know, like here to make friends and like all these things. Like, so people mm-hmm. are dissecting this, and like, ugh, I feel like I honestly, maybe this is a dumb statement. I should not say this. I feel like I've learned a lot about feminism from watching this show. Yeah. Because it's like you see something, and you're like, oh, that doesn't make me feel good. Let me dissect why it doesn't make yeah. me feel good. And let me listen to an hour-long podcast about it. You're right. That is a dumb statement. Just it kidding. is very, <laughs> incredibly dumb. I've learned a lot about feminists from other things. But also this. Feminist. I mean, feminism. Ah! Anyway, we have the actual rose ceremony. And now this was some fucking wild-ass shit. I was on the edge of my goddamn seat. So people who already have roses, Elise, Kaylin, and... Me. Somebody else. <laughs> I cannot recall. Mm. He gave it to somebody. I'm just so wow. I'm so shocked by it. Went okay, anyway, so it doesn't matter. So anyway, so so he's sending he's he's giving all these roses out, he's giving those roses out. He's giving all these people. It's great, it's great, it's great, it's great. And he gives it um he's giving it to like Oneka, he's giving it to all these people. Uh Tracy, Demi, you know, Demi actually like makes some side eye when he gives it to Tracy. She's like, okay. And then it comes down to the point where we have, okay, Hannah B. as one of the remaining potentials. Brie. Brie. Who, who was a fave. Who's a fave. She's the Australian fake lady or whatever, but, like, she was, she's a babe. She looks like Lauren B. from Ben season, and it's, like, she's total fave. What? Then there's another blonde named Nina who, like, whatever, no impression on me, but she's gorgeous but, and, like, yeah. what have you. And then fucking Catherine from Florida, who's DJ Agro, what, what, yeah. what, on the twos and threes. So we have literally three <laughs> villains, or three potential, like, like plot points. Right, right, yeah. The, the fake Australian thing, that could have been a plot point. I thought she was going to be a sticky character later on because she would just be really confident or something. I really thought she was going to be in top four. Catherine Agrove lady who did the most steals ever per one night once. That's mm-hmm. a total thing. Then we have Hannah B who's clearly in this like weird you know villain role all of a sudden. And then we have this random Nina girl, but we're like, wait, wait, what? He's going to... What? But the whole episode has been about the drama between Hannah B. And he's like, I'm not going to send her home. We know this is like, he's not going to send her home. And that was wild to me. He sent home three blondes that I was like, not at all expecting. No. He's just like sending people home that he does not like. That is like the whole, it really, uh, for me, like disrupted the whole like plot structure of Batch because like we've gotten so much drama even already between dj Catherine, with brie and with hannah b Mm -hmm. hannah b oh my god these names i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. like there were that that was literally three plot points that just went two of the three went out the window i just we really really thought 
that at least DJ Catherine was gonna do some shit. And like, I'm not even, I'm not even mad that he kept Kerpa, uh, but like, like he hasn't yeah, talked not. to her at all. I love like, Kerpa. I know, but like he hasn't talked to her. No, I, like I, I it totally was like, it. as far as like, if we're if we're still in the early stages where a lot of the producers are, you know, picking you his keep roses, people like, for I, yeah, I was like, wow. Is he, is so, who's a, who's a play? Is it, is it Alon being like, no, we're going to kind of throw you girls off? Or is he, or is Colton being like, no, I don't have a connection with these people. So, I mean, I don't think he wants to keep Demi around. He has to still probably, he still has Demi's to listen like to the, the Bachelor, last the producers one. a little bit, you know? It's like Demi and the two pageant girls now. God, and I wish Anika. you, I wish you've seen Unreal. I really wish you have already seen it, because it's like, this is so, I just, I love imagining the conversations behind the scenes that we see in Unreal, where he's like, I don't want to keep this person, and they go, okay, here, buddy, gotta keep her, but we'll let you get rid of this, and we'll let you do this, and like the, the, like the, uh, the bargaining they do (laughs) is wild, and they do that, they show all of that in Unreal, that's why you're gonna love it, because they show all the behind the scenes bargaining aspects that they do for the show. I feel like that happened with me and, like, one of my ex-boyfriends where his mom was like, okay, you can flirt with your ex-girlfriend if you get rid of the current one who drinks too much. That was me! Hello! (laughs) Cheers. Yeah, he was the one that got me back into The Bachelor, so cheers to you. Oh, yeah, thank you, buddy. Uh, T asterisk L-Y-E-R. Oh, my God. Jesus. Um, oh my god. So, that was it. This get, is my revenge podcast. We got, um, we got a, uh, uh, a preview of next week. I don't recall it already, but it looked pretty dramatic, and I'm, uh, officially in. I'm officially in on this season. Yeah. I think I officially like Colton. I like him. I'm, I like some of these women, and I hate enough of them just to be like, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Who's your number one, like, right now? Right now. My personal favorite or his personal favorite? I don't give a fuck about his personal favorite. I don't care about him enough yet. Okay, well, obviously I like Elise, but I don't think even Elise is really, like, my, mm, like, fave fave. Um, I mean, actually, Luki, I think I like Kaylin. I like, I I really, her backstory that I know of is really empowering, and I think that she's... She's handling this drama as best as she can. I think she can obviously make some mistakes in the process, and she probably will. And I'll be critical of those, but I I like her. I also think she's really pretty, and I think that she is well spoken, and yeah, and not and not like a traditional just like bachelor contestant, you know. Yeah, I think it's still Elise for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, she. But I really do think that. Tiny face. Mm-hmm. Again, I Hannah don't know. G. I, and none of their names have stuck with me yet. <laughs> Jenna has been like holding up like cue cards <laughs> with their names because she knows I'm yeah. tiny face. Tiny face. Um, Elise. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, Katie is beautiful. Um, and. I'm still mourning over Alex getting sent. I know. God, she was gorgeous. I was surprised by that. Last week, yeah, we weren't together. I was really upset by that because she was my other wife that I was ready to, like, fucking lock it down for. This is why we can't be apart. Yeah, I know. I'm going to miss you, and you're going to miss you next week. Um, Next week is Dan Nick's birthday, which is really exciting. If you don't put a nice comment 
in the podcast review for my birthday. What are you even doing with your life? I don't even know. Um, it's gonna be great. I'll find an, another good co-host. Zoe was great last week. Um, we have some new fans that have been finding us. Um, hello if you're still here. Um, Danica's the one from Idaho. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> and I'm Jenna, who's not from Idaho, <laughs> yeah. but it's fine. For any of the Idaho fans who wanna talk. And then, um... But yeah, I have some great, some local people lined up that are interested in doing podcasts with us, and I'm excited, and um, we'll probably, maybe we'll get Dylan back on one day, and we are still thinking about doing live shows one day. We'll just have to think about it. It might have to be a BIP situation, but we'll get there. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see that Mike Fleiss made a uh, tweet that said they're doing a holiday special I... and gave zero information <laughs> about what that actually meant? Because we're... Um, I'm sorry, but the holidays were over. I, I mean, feel like... Is he uh, referring to Valentine's Day? Like, what is he referring to? Probably Valentine's Day, but I also feel like if they just did, like, a bat, like a, 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 a bachelor orgy, I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what he, he was like, he made it, but he's like, this is our, our big announcement I've been teasing for a week. We're doing a Bachelor-related holiday special. And then that was it. And some rando who didn't even have a profile avatar was like... What do you mean? And I, that person's my fucking hero. Yeah. <laughs> she was the first tweet that was like... That was me. <laughs> what do you mean, Mike Fleiss? Because I don't understand your garbage. Yeah, I use my mother's name as... <laughs> God bless. <laughs> like an anonymous tweet. Fucking God bless. Um, gosh, this has been an episode... I love it so much. Oh my god. I, has it been 27 hours since we started? I feel like it's been Did a I cut my arm off? <laughs> it's fine. We're still bleeding and we'll bleed for you guys forever. Um, please like like us and tell people about us and we're getting there. I, honestly, I'm so excited. This is really going great. We have some really good listeners and I love checking on our stats and stuff and I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, Jenna texts me about it and I do the casual, like, I don't text back. It's fine. It's fine. I am uh, a terrible friend. No, you text back if you get them out. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I think it is, I honestly, it's, this is doing my mental health great mm-hmm. because before starting this podcast, not having somewhere to really talk about this stuff was really hard. Kept yeah, because if you talk about your friends, or if you talk to this show about Wow, I can't you speak do it, English. Do you talk to if you talk to, to your friends, friends about, about this show, they hate you. They really do. It's the same with house. It's the same with any reality. Anything yeah. you're passionate yeah. about, yeah. which is only Twilight. two things in our books, they get tired. I have so. a lot of feminist opinions about Twilight, and you can DM me about them. <laughs> and that's next week's podcast. Yeah. I will definitely do a, a podcast Twilight. about Twilight. the show. Um, my only other... I was gonna say something really great. Were you? No. Oh. Have I ever right. said anything great? I mean, you've said something's pretty great. Yeah, You'd maybe do a spit take earlier. I can't remember <laughs> why, but... That's fine. Um, we, uh, oh, God. If the listeners didn't spit take, unfollow. Unfollow. <laughs> no, 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 stay. We'll, we'll, I'll get um, somebody to do a spit take next week when Danica's uh, celebrating with her partner. It's my golden birthday. It is her golden birthday, and that's exciting. I'm that's very exciting. excited. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, next time this oh, year. Oh, the thing I was going to say, I remembered it. Oh, yeah, good. 
I moved. Yes. And I moved 10 minutes closer, and I will still be the same amount of late every podcast episode. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) First, she's gonna... One mile away! (laughs) Still just as late. I love it. Yes, it's great. (laughs) It's great. Maybe uh, it's fine, because honestly, I don't care, because she brought me my beer tonight, so it's fine. It's weird. Actually, I buy her wine, and then she buys me beer. Yeah. I should... We should... Keep it the same way. (laughs) No, we're, yeah, we're perfect. Best friends. All right, and future wives. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at Gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram, and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready.